Welcome to the Mosaic of Marion, a weekly podcast hosted by Dr. Henry M. Meadows, Jr. and presented by Marion Baptist Church in Chatham, Virginia. It is our sincere hope that you'll join us each week as we explore what it means to be part of God's big picture through biblical discussions about the saving power of Jesus Christ and what it means for our lives each and every day, starting today. Hey, welcome out there in podcast land. How are you guys doing today? Hank is in rare form today. I have not been here for a couple weeks. We've missed you, Hank. I've missed being here, but you guys, Dan is actually here with us tonight. He's off to the side. We kicked him out, Um, but he is here. (laughs) Hey, you guys did a really, really good job. I want to thank you guys so much um, for doing that. Um, Had some other commitments or something. I don't forget what I want here, (laughs) but um, I wasn't here. So it is good to know. Um, hey, just FYI, we just signed a deal with Lisa Miners. She is going to be with us at some point. Um, I hope she understands that the pay is nothing, but we'll go with that. I'll at feed some her point. well. And we'll feed. We'll take her out to dinner or, or lunch or something. Also, hey, coming up next month, um, just because we can, Miss um, Mona and I. By the way, hey, hey. So, guys, I have not seen, um, I've been on the DL for a few weeks, um, had some sinusy issues going on, and then I was, I had a wedding this past weekend, and so, like, I haven't been around for a while, and so I send Mona a text. <laughs> oh, wait a minute. <laughs> and say, hey, I feel like I haven't seen you in a week and a half, and her response was, maybe because you haven't seen me in a week and a half. <laughs> oh, it's good times to be back. So, but anyway, coming in November, we don't know which time, but we're going to be taking over by two yahoos, um, Dan Amos and Drew Meadows, the youth pastor here, my son. So, buddy, wait for Just that wait. episode. <laughs> Ratings coming. will plummet. Um, <laughs> no, nah, y'all will do great. But anyway, hey, if turn your Bibles to Hebrews, um, back to chapter 11. Hey, seriously, though, guys, um, you guys did awesome last week. Thanks. I, I really, really, you it guys did wonderful. I appreciated Dan. Helping me out. I couldn't do it by myself. Yeah, we just we just laughed and talked. The only part I told them they struggled with was the intro. <laughs> and you wanted me to do the whole thing by myself. Yeah. See, so, wouldn't it work? But hey, we're going to jump ahead a little bit um, to Moses. We're sort of going to skip over Isaac and Jacob and Joseph. They're not worthy of us talking about. Um, I'm kidding. Kidding because I care. Today. Um, I am. Um, so... Hey, I want to encourage you, if you have not heard, um, I had a guest pastor um, yesterday, um, Josh Fontaine, um, had a tremendous message and sang also, so you might want to go back and, and give that a listen, um, talking about being persuaded um, about following Jesus and about Jesus. So that was awesome. But we're in Hebrews chapter 11. We are skipping ahead to Moses, just to, to skip ahead. No, we're just not dealing with the others. Um, we're going to start at verse 23. Um I'm going to open this in prayer, and then Miss Mona is going to read, and we're going to jump in, okay? So let's pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, God, we come, and and Lord, we love to laugh. Um, you tell the scripture that laughter doeth good like a medicine. Um, a merry heart doeth good like a medicine. And so we're so thankful for that gift. I believe Jesus laughed a lot when he was here on earth. I believe um, it was a part of who he was. Um, I believe we're going to laugh in heaven, and we're going to enjoy life 
um, because you did not mean for life to be um, sad all the time, although we go through times of it. Lord, I pray for against um, the sickness, this COVID mess that's all around. God, would you um, lead our doctors and, and all those that are able to figure out what to do to work on that? And for those that are sick, um, I pray for um, healing with them. Lord, I pray for our country. You know, Lord, we're not taking political sides. Lord, I just want whatever happens in November to happen and people be okay and just move forward. Um, we're all Americans, and so we seek you. Um, by the way, I've I've heard it so often, Jesus, here lately, and it's the truth. Um, I'm not really of the party of the elephant or the donkey, but the party of the lamb. Amen. And um, so I'm much more of a Christian than I am an American. So I love you, and um, we're so thankful for you, Jesus. And in your name we pray. Amen. Amen. So I'm going to read um, 23 to 26. Is that what you want me yeah. to do? Yes. <laughs> Check in. <laughs> by faith, Moses, when he was born, was hidden for three months by his parents because they saw that the child was beautiful and they were not afraid of the king's edict. By faith, Moses, when he was grown up, refused to be called the son of Pharaoh's daughter, choosing rather to be mistreated with the people of God than to enjoy the fleeting pleasures of sin. He considered the reproach of Christ greater wealth than the treasure of Egypt, for he was looking to the reward. He's underlining and not... <laughs> oh, sorry. I want to make sure I understood, I knew where something was at that I had written down. <clears throat> you know, you know my philosophy. Every kid looks like ET when they're born. <laughs> Even your own. Even my own. Don't all, answer all, that. My, no, my son definitely. Well, my daughter was purple, so. You know, Drew had this big cone on his head. And, <laughs> <laughs> and then Lauren was blue, so Lauren may have looked more like a Smurf, I guess. But anyway, but there was some, obviously there was something different about right. Moses. I mean, and and I looked at a bunch of commentaries today just to see that one specific part. They saw that the child was beautiful. There, there was something, and who knows what it was. And we're not here to debate this, right? Um, that God's hand was on him at an early age. Right. Isn't that amazing? Well, yeah, yeah, and. And just backing up just for like 30 seconds was, you know, as I was reading this over and over again, trying to have my head ready for the podcast, which um, still struggle. But, you know, I'm reading this first going, this first isn't really about Moses. No, it's not. You're, <laughs> hey, good word there. A little bit right there. Up high. It's really about his parents. Yes. And the first few times in some, I think some of the translations is confusing when you read it because it. It, the way it's worded, it makes it sound like it is indeed about Moses. And well, how how does that, that doesn't make any sense. But it's really about his parents and what his parents chose to believe and what his parents, the, the, their faith. Um, but it just happens to list Moses. Yeah. And the thing is, um, yeah, because I mean, he's three months old. He's got nothing right. to do with right. it. So his parents, obviously, you, you wonder, did his parents remember the story of Noah and that God had Noah build an ark. And so here's mm. this little baby. You're getting to three months old. You, you can't control him crying. So right. they, the soldiers around right. are going to know that. And so how awesome, if you go back to Exodus chapter 2. I was going to say, do you want to go back in, in case? You can. Yeah, flip back there. And you can read that part. So basically what happens is they build him a little ark. Right. And, you know, they put him in Nile-infested waters. Nile, crocodile infested <laughs> waters, sorry, in the Nile, crocodile infested waters, and God protects him once again. Every, 
people would get hold of this truth of the yeah. ark, man. It's a picture there in yeah. Noah. It's a picture from Moses. And then Jesus. Jesus is here to save you. Jesus is is not someone to add to a list of a bunch of little G gods. He is God. Right. He's the blessed ark. He's the redeemer. He's the Messiah. He is Christ. Just an aside, because I heard it this week. You, I want you guys to know this. Christ is not Jesus' last name. <laughs> yes, you. right. Somebody said, I, I read that somewhere this week, and I was like, you know what? I'm just going to say that, too. His name is Jesus. His name is Christ. You, he could be Christ Jesus, Jesus Christ. And there's a meaning. We might deal with that one. Yes. Be, there's yes. a meaning in how you say that. In all, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, that's for a later date. <laughs> Um, but what you got there in Exodus? Well, two? I just want to, and just in case, I don't want to presume that everybody knows the story okay. of what happened. And so just if you go back into Exodus 1, and I won't read all of it, but, um, you know, of course we skipped over it, but Joseph ends up in, in Egypt and, and then all of his family comes. And so the Israelites are now in Egypt. And in verse 8 of Exodus 1, it says, it says that a new king now has arisen who did not know Joseph. And so then the Israelites became too many and too mighty because God was with them. Okay. So let's stop there for a minute. Okay. I knew it. Here's what it says. Here's what he's saying. God can bless you in the midst yes. of horrific periods of time in your life. Yes. And, and you know, in this weekend when I was with um, ladies at the encounter and, you know, praying with people and, and I had to be careful about what I said because sometimes I, I sound um, unsympathetic. Or, but we were so quick to rush to God fix this and, and take this away and fix it. And yet it's in those sufferings and it's in those trials that he works sometimes the best. I wouldn't say sometimes. Let's just be honest. <laughs> okay, we'll be honest. Um, you know, I only have about four original statements, you know. <laughs> Um, one of them is God's not going to let a good valley go right, to waste. Right. And, and by the way, we can pray to get out of the valley all we want to. Right. Until we learn what God wants us to learn in that valley. Right. We're not getting out of that valley. Right. There are, there are certain things. Here's a great idea, thought. See, there are certain things you can only see in the dark. Yep. Stars. Yeah. They're still they're out there in the day, right? You but when you're light of the day, you cannot see them. But in the nighttime, yeah, they they glisten, gleam, whatever you want to say, shine bright. Right. And so there's some things in the darkness of the valley that we need. Yep. Because without it, we would number one, we wouldn't know who Jesus is. There's certain things he can only teach us in the valley about himself. Mm-hmm. You know, you can go to Psalm 23, <clears throat> being that shepherd. Uh-huh. Talks about restoration, redemption, and and, and um, all those things about how and he's uh, that we don't have to worry. It's just a shadow of death. It's not death, really. Right. right. Um, so we learn so much about our shepherd as a sheep in the valley, not so much on top of the mountain. Right. When things are good, who who needs mm-hmm. Jesus? I'm just right. being honest. Right. I mean, you know, one thing, you guys, if you continue to listen to me, and however long we do this podcast or whatever i can be blunt at times there are just some things that we are stubborn yep i don't care who you are i don't care what your name is when you get on the mountaintop it's really hard to focus on god yes can we just be honest well yes and our our natural tendency is um, when do we pray the most was when we need god to do something for us and um and that's a that's a a trap but not a trap but a, a danger that there is because we can 
be that can be the only time that we actually cry out to him yes. when we need to be crying out to him all the time. So going back to that, you know, they, they went to <coughs> Egypt with about 70. Yep. They left with over a million. Yes. So God, in the midst of suffering and anguish and hurt and pain, in the midst of famine, <laughs> God blessed them. Right. And well, even in verse 12, it says the more that they oppressed him, the more they <laughs> multiplied and the more they spread abroad. Exactly. Which is only because of God. Uh, yeah. So, um, yeah, so that goes right on there. Um, and so then the, and the king didn't like that, obviously. And so in 15 and 16, then he makes the decree. Then the king of Egypt said to the Hebrew midwives, one of whom was named Shafar and the other Pua, when you serve as midwife to the Hebrew women and see them on the birth stool, if it is a son, you shall kill him. But if it is a daughter, she shall live. But the midwives feared God and not did not do as the king of Egypt commanded them, but let the male children live. <clears throat> and then down in 22, it says, The Pharaoh commanded all his people, Every son that is born of the Hebrews you shall cast into the Nile, but you shall let every daughter live. And so that was his plan to get rid of them. Can and we to give a shout them. out to the midwives? Those midwives, right. To, I feared God, but he wasn't their God. Right? But they still feared but him. they did. Because they knew. Right. You know, can, here's a, and it really goes to today's society. We know everything that Christians are against. Good mm -hmm. grief. D does the world ever know what, what he's for? for? Yep. Does the world ever know the power that he has? Right. Does the world ever, just quick story, I can tell you about my life. You know, I, I've shared with you a couple times. Man, it's it's amazing that I'm alive. When I was five, I cut my hand wide open. Um, I was allergic. They did not know it. I was allergic to the gas. They have to hmm. put you to sleep highly. I have uh, this thing called malignant hypothermia, and so it kills you. Hmm. My temperature went up to between 107 and 109. Wow. Had the um, anesthesiologist not been in the building, I would have died. Hmm. Well, okay. This was like late afternoon, 5, 530 when I got there. He got off work at noon. And he was still Has there. no clue. Why he was still, still there. there. We do, don't we? <laughs> I absolutely do. You know, and he was not one to do that. He, right. He's even told, he told my mom, dad, and all, you know, those that, that he just, and others like, I don't, we don't know why he was here. Well, I do. Right. I needed him. Right. And so, do, do we know things like, it's like we're afraid to tell stories like that yes. about them. Because something like, oh, it's just, there's nothing like such as a coincidence. Right. God, in his providence, yes. we could go way off on that, yes. his <laughs> sovereignty, God has a plan. God's plan is going to come to fruition all the time. Right. Now, we're not talking about predestination. Don't go right. crazy. Right. But God has a plan. His, his plan will always come forth. Yes. His plan will always end up right. By the way. Everything we got going on with COVID, with the presidential election, with everything, God's got a plan. You may be asking, where is God at this past year in 2020? He's still on the throne. I'll yes. tell you where he's Amen. at. Amen. Yes. He's on the throne. Now, a lot of our problem is how we act in America. Let me just stop before I get going on. <laughs> we don't seem to want God until we, we let's go back to it. We don't want God until we need God. <laughs> right. And then we don't know God. Right. So we don't know what we're asking for, and we mistreat him, and we treat him mm -hmm. like some genie in a bottle right god doesn't want god to need god doesn't need your money god doesn't need, god wants your soul yes i want you guys to think about that i, I know we're off on a rabbit trail we're, just having, no, we're having a conversation but god do, do you understand out there that god loved you so much he sent his son his son left the glories of heaven 
to come down. It was not a step up for Jesus to come down and robe himself in flesh right. and blood. It was a step down. Yes. He he set his glory aside, mm-hmm. except for when he's on the Mount of Transfiguration. He set and, and to, to die for us, to take the beating for us so that we could have heaven. Right. Have you lost your mind, people? God did that for you because he loved you. Yep. you uh, you're not that precious. <laughs> I'm not. Listen, I'm not that precious. So anyway. All right. So where were we? You were talking about the, we were talking about the midwives <laughs> and then you got me going. I'm blaming you. We haven't talked to each other in a while. So, um, so then we, <laughs> we're going to continue the story of Moses um, in Exodus. Exodus 2 verses 1 through 10 is when when Moses is actually born. Um, now a man from the house of Levi went and took as his wife a Levite woman. The woman conceived and bore a son. And when she saw that he was a fine child, she hid him three months. And when she could hide him no longer, she took from, for him a basket made of bulrushes and daubed it with bitumen and pitch. Uh, what, what was the word there? Pitch. And, and what is pitch? Pitch is... The same as atonement. We talked about that with the ark and knowing the ark. Uh, See, there's a salvation right there, Uh yo. uh He's all over scripture. (laughs) And who? Jesus. Right. And she put the child in it and placed it among the reeds by the riverbank. And his sister stood at a distance to know what would be done to him. Now the daughter of Pharaoh came down to bathe at the river while her young woman walked beside the river. And she saw the basket among the reeds and sent her servant servant woman and she took it and when she opened it and she saw the child and behold the baby was crying she took pity on him and said this is one of the hebrews children now they could have gone in fit try and figure out who it was and they could have just took the sucker and threw him and in the threw him the, that's true very <laughs> good, good point good point then his sister Wait said hold on stay on oh, that okay pharaoh's daughter yes went against the edict yes of that's Pharaoh. True. yes absolutely Think, now, think of God at work here. Yes. Think of the, the sovereignty, providence, yep. all of God in just what you've read. Mm-hmm. Mom and dad had to break the law. Yep. Biblical law. I mean, not biblical law. I'm sorry. Government law. Mm-hmm. They built an ark. I still think she was thinking about Moses and he was. And then, then it gets, so he had to keep all the crocodiles away. Just be, being honest. Yeah. And somehow Pharaoh's daughter comes walking by. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. And then, and then his sister says, "Shall I go and get a nurse from the Hebrew woman to nurse the child for you?" And she says, "Sure." <laughs> and who does she go and get? Her mother. So. <laughs> who the fuck? <laughs> but anyway, so I. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Flip back. We're not done. Okay. Well, I just wanted to make sure we, oh, sorry. Go. Just, but I mean, doesn't that just speak? So it's a picture of so often we are so, you cannot get anything returned that you don't give willingly. Yep. This woman had no clue what God was going to do with this baby. Right. She obviously thought God's hand was on him for whatever reason. I, I don't know. Maybe God spoke to him. I don't know. I don't really care. Right. She gives this baby, puts it in an ark, picture of Jesus, saving him. God gives the kid back to mama. Mm-hmm. 
What the world, squirrel? <laughs> but isn't that a God thing? It's very much a God thing. And I'm here to tell you, and okay, so we can go back now if you want to Hebrews. When we get to, in just a minute, that he refused to be called son of Pharaoh's daughter, you know why? Because it's been said many times, give me a child until they're seven, and I'll rule that kid. Mm. His whole formative years were spent with mama yep. who loved Jehovah God. Right. Yes. Yep. What? Yep. You you cannot write this stuff. <laughs> And people believe you. Yep. It's completely a God thing. So anyway, y'all, I got so much preaching and teaching in me. I'm about to die. <laughs> if y'all can't tell. So anyway, so they listen, I, I love this. They were not afraid of the king's edict. Right. Let me say something. You plus God equals a majority. Yes. You don't have to be afraid. Right. What's the worst they can do? Kill you. Then you be with Jesus. Exactly. We have this thing, you know, G- even Jesus said, don't be afraid of the one who can kill you. Be afraid right. of the one who can kill you and send your soul to hell. Yes, right. That's the one to fear. <laughs> See, right. I want to say it again. You cannot live until you're not afraid to die. Yeah. Yep. Yep. That's why I, I've never, you know, and I, my mom's come around on this <laughs> truth, too. That's why I'm never afraid when I go out of the country to to Dominican Republic, Burma, which has been pushed back very yes, sadly. Yes. But I'm still going. Um, you just with God. If God's in the driver's seat, man, why are you worrying? Yep. Right. I, I know I've been on a rampage here a little bit today. <laughs> so let's go back. So let's go. You want to go to verse twenty-four now? I don't know. Are we done with twenty-three? I think. We I'm not sure. Of, we were like, let's cover all these verses, and then when you know, we only have ten got, minutes to go. And actually, <laughs> we, we have only, eight minutes. To and go. we've done one verse. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, we but that's just, okay. That's how. That's you know. That's all right. By golly, this is our podcast. If we want to spend right. the whole time on one verse, <laughs> I would say Moses was worth it. Moses is worth it. He's. Dude. But this verse isn't about Moses. So. No, it's about actually mom and dad. <laughs> hey, by the way, mom and dad, you, you want to know what they did? You want to know why? Mo- All right. So we're not going anywhere else today. We're going to talk about his mom and dad. <laughs> you want, Here's what we do today. <laughs> we may lose some listeners. Unlike Jacobed <laughs> and Amram, that's his mom and dad. Let you figure out which one was which. Um, <laughs> so today we raise our kids here's what we do we, we'll let them sit in front of a stinking tv for five hours mm-hmm. but we won't spend five seconds teaching them to pray and then when they grow up and go off to college and go liberal as all get out go crazy and leave the church and leave god then we want to come back to the preacher and go i don't understand what happened right well i don't know did you raise him to love jesus or that dumb tv show right right we we have let TV and Parenting 101 by Pastor Hank. <laughs> you you have a, a TV remote. And see, on that TV remote, here's what I found. It has this power switch. Oh, we've lost them. Cut it the off. thing off. You want to teach your kids something? Teach them to pray. Yep. Teach them to love Jesus, man. Yep. Sit down with them. Dad. Teach them how to study the Bible. 
Well, and so I'm going to bring it back around to Moses. because <laughs> That was all about Moses. I know, but I'm just saying <laughs> that, you know, later when we talk about um, when they led the Israelites out um, of Egypt and, and Aaron comes in and we were talking about Aaron before we got on the air. And so obviously um, his brother and his sister and him then were raised the right way and were raised um, to love God and to know God. And as we get further into even these verses and get into um, other verses in the Bible that talk about Moses, um, to know what his thinking was after he was then in Pharaoh's house and with Pharaoh's daughter. I can promise you the world's not going to tell him about Jesus. Right. I can tell you that the world is not going to lead him to a better relationship with Jesus. And I'm going to tell you this. Right. If you just rely upon me and our youth pastor and all these little dark children's pastor and all that to make sure your kid grows up as a believer here's what i'm gonna tell you it, buddy it's 50 50 at that point right you know don't don't put it off on me mm-hmm. raise your kid to love jesus right you need to teach them to pray you need to teach them um well here's a controversial statement <laughs> so much for moses <laughs> why don't we have them in church yep Number one, you want to blame us for your kid growing up and going crazy, but you don't ever have him in church. <laughs> yep. Moses' mama and daddy obviously had him in some sort of synagogue, temple, mm-hmm. whatever. Right. Because they, it does tie into Moses because they raised him right. They took serious to, to raising their child to love right. the Lord. Matter right. of fact, all three of them, yes, as right. you just said. Right. Are we raising our kids to love the Lord right. or to love the things of the world? Because as we read on here in just a minute, it talks about the the fleeting pleasures of sin. Right. And so if he hadn't had that foundation, then he would have. I mean, who wouldn't be enticed by all the things that he must have ex- oh, could have experienced in Pharaoh's palace? But if he didn't have that foundation of um, loving God and being following God and being a people of God. I mean, I mean, why wouldn't he follow that? Yeah, why not? Right. You, and we'll talk about this next week, obviously, and I don't get too into it. All that, the college of Hierapolis and there in Egypt and all that kids from all over the war, known world came there and they taught them their own view of mm-hmm. evolution. By the way, evolution did not start with Darwin. It's been around forever, mm-hmm. you know, in the the snake wanted you to think in the garden that if you really get dive deep into it, he's putting forth a form of evolution there. Um, here's what I want, mom, dad, raise your kid to love Jesus. Is it that hard? Right. Here's my question. If you don't, do you? Right. I told you we were going to lose listeners. <laughs> I want moms and dads, boys and girls, to love the Lord. Yes. That's my heart's desire. I've said it before. I'll say it again. My heart's desire is to take as many people to heaven with me as I possibly can. Right. I want to win folk to Jesus. I want people to love Jesus and love. I'm so sick of hearing people that don't love the church. Does the church have flaws? Good grief. Yeah, because we have humans involved. Right. (laughs) But it's still Jesus' church. Yes. Yep. I'd rather be here than not be here. Yep. 
And by the way, if you can be here, be here. Don't just sit online. You cannot get online. It's great. We're using it. But, man, you got to be here when we're ringing that bell, man. When the Holy Spirit is just showing up, showing off, and which I believe he did all throughout this whole passage with Moses' mom and dad. Yep. Yep. I know I've been talking a lot today. (laughs) I've been jacked up about this. Mom and dad, here's what I want you to take seriously. So I'm going to say, I'm going to give my closing, then you give your closing. Oh, gee. So I'm going first, though. Okay. Mom and dad, raise your kid to love Jesus. Man, we'll Mm. raise them to love sports. We'll raise them to love movies. We'll raise them to love art, love education. Fill in the blank. Mm -hmm. Do you ever spend time getting your kid to love Jesus? Right. I'm here to tell you. They can make a perfect SAT score and go to Harvard and do tremendous things for the world. But if they don't know Jesus, you have raised them in vain. Right. That's my take. What's your take? Well, I would just go back to Exodus. And if you've never, even if you have, I'm not even going to say if you've never, I would encourage you to, because we're going to be back in Hebrews 11, continuing to talk about Moses because we didn't get very far. We got one verse. But I would encourage you to read this, read Exodus. Yes. And, and get, even if you've read it and even if you feel like, you know, because I'm telling you today when I read it, yeah, I, I, I mean, I hit <laughs> a fact and went, uh, okay, I never real, I just never put two and two together, but, but read it. And so that you see the story uh, and the details of Moses and his life and God calling him and then what happened. And then we're going to, we'll be talking about that more, but, but remember these things because this verse is about his parents, but remember (laughs) these things that they did not fear the king's edict. Wow. What a statement. Because who did they fear? God. And so they knew that what God said and whatever, for whatever reason, they knew that Moses was a beautiful child and there was something about him. Um, They they had to have gotten that from God somehow. We, I mean, we're not told how, but so they feared God and not the king and and that should be all of us. Yes, we have to follow the government. Yes, we have to uh, obey unless they say something against God. Um, and so, but we can't live in fear of, of the government. No. We can't live in fear of, of, of our world, our, our, the world. Um, and, um, and they, they just, they knew and they trusted and, and she obviously, his mom obviously trusted that, okay, I have to put him here in this ark and send him on this river. But she obviously had a trust in what God was going to do mm-hmm. because otherwise and she, you know, why would she go? Yeah. Just take the that? chance yourself. Right. Right. So, so who knows? Anyway, pray for us <laughs> and then I'll close us. God, I just thank you for your word. Yes. And I just thank you that it's so applicable to us. And when these words were written and when these lies were lived, that you are the same God then as you are now. And you desire the same things that you desired then from us. You desire the same thing. You want us to love you. You want us to worship you. You want us to be in relationship with you. And so I pray that that would be 
our ever reaching goal and that um, the things that of this world that we might be able to enjoy is just gravy. And <laughs> yes, I knew I had to say it. And, um, but we, I just pray that our eyes would be just stuck on you so that we would just follow you and have that be the most important thing in our lives. And that then we would teach it to our children and our children's children. And so Lord bless those who are listening and, and speak to them. I pray that their ears would be open to hear. And thank you for the privilege of speaking into these microphones. And we pray these things in Jesus name. Amen. Amen. Hey, just to let you know, by the way, dads, if you love your kids and you raise them right, you can affect four generations after you. Yep. That just came to my mind as you was praying. And I can, I'll can i prove it to you next week if I remember that, okay? Hey, this is the Mosaic of Marion, <laughs> and I am Pastor Hank, and my home slice, Miss Mona, has uh, been with me one more, been with me again. And so we're so thankful you guys are listening. Man, we love you guys. Without you, we wouldn't have a podcast. Right. <laughs> so we are truly thankful for you and hope you enjoyed as much as we do. God bless you guys. Bye-bye.